0: It's been a mere two hours since I boarded this plane, said farewell to life as I knew it in Atlanta, and took the terrifying first step toward my new life. All my goodbyes have been said, my tears have been shed, and now only a few thousand feet stand between me and the world of a single woman living in New York City. The pilot comes over the loudspeaker to announce that we're making our final descent into the New York area. I return my seat and tray to the upright and locked position so the flight attendant doesn't yell at me, lift the window shade up, and look out at the sheet of white clouds below. As the plane gets lower and lower, the sheet becomes thinner and thinner, until finally all the clouds have disappeared. And there it is, New York City. Dozens of mammoth skyscrapers are grouped in a large cluster, with the newly built Freedom Tower reigning supreme. They sit strikingly along the water beside picturesque bridges. It's marvelous, majestic even, like a kingdom right out of the pages of a fairy tale. And though I've seen this kingdom a dozen times before, it feels as if I'm laying eyes on it for the very first time. My vantage point, both physically and mentally, has me seeing this glorious city so differently from how I ever have. It's bigger, bolder and more mysterious than ever. It's as if this city is speaking to me. It's as if it's begging me to come and play with it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to LaGuardia Airport, where the local time is 345 and the current temperature is 33 degrees. Damn, 33 degrees, I think to myself. On behalf of our entire Atlanta-based crew, we'd like to thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you in the near future. For those of you who are visiting, we hope you enjoy your stay. For those of you whose final destination is New York, let us be the first to say, welcome home. A grin washes over my face. I realize I am one of those passengers in the latter category. This is my final destination. I am home. It's not long before I've deplaned and am nearly skipping with eagerness through the terminal and to the baggage claim, where the first of my two suitcases, bearing the embarrassing neon orange heavy tag, is coming around on the conveyor belt. As I struggle to lug it off, a middle aged man helps me. I thank him and wonder if this is the first of many more damsel in distress moments I'll play in the future. I haul my two suitcases behind me as I make my way toward the giant yellow sign that reads, Taxis. The instant I walk through the double doors, a gust of bitter cold New York air greets me. I take a whiff. It smells a tad like garbage with a hint of urine and maybe a note or two of sewage. But it also smells like freedom. I close my eyes for a moment and smile. Somehow, this putrid, bone-chillingly cold air is the best I've ever felt. I make my way through a zigzag of steel barricades and wait in the taxi line behind a handful of other passengers. I look around, noticing how similar everyone looks. Phones out, headphones in, all black ensembles. Meanwhile, I'm wearing the Sorel snow boots that I borrowed from my best friend Kelly a marshmallow-looking puffer coat I found on sale at Forever 21 just yesterday, mittens, and, to top it all off, a flamboyant faux fur-lined trapper hat. My entire outfit instantly brands me as a southerner who can't handle a measly 33 degrees. I make a mental note of how to fit in here. Black on black on black on black.